0: Today, we have Joe McCafferty on the show. Uh, Joe's the editor and publisher of internalaudit360.com. Um, and one reason I wanted to have him on is because he has this outsider's kind of perspective on the profession. Um, Joe's background and career has been in being a you know editor of Compliance Week and um, other publications. He's never actually worked in internal audit, but he's seen it from the outside and in covering internal audit so that's one reason i wanted to have him on um and we talk about a ton of good stuff um the impact of covid and there's actually joe provides some some good news here so a bit of a relief i know we could all use a little bit of good news right now especially when it comes to that front um so check that out um and we talk about new ways to connect with your team and management remotely like some of these topics that we talk about have been discussed on the show and in other formats and everything but Joe has a couple of ideas that I hadn't heard before so they're really it's really good stuff um one thing we talk about is the difference between agile auditing with a capital A and just agile auditing uh it's a great way to put it and Joe explains it very well it's something that I've kind of hinted at but I haven't been able to explain it quite the way Joe did so that was a really good really good part of the show uh obviously we're gonna talk about the impact of tech on audit uh, I even throw in a little tech tip of myself on translating speech to text and and do a demo on the show. I mean, obviously you can't see it, but uh, it doesn't really go the best, but you get you'll get the idea and how you can kind of start using tech in a different way. Um, I read i three sixty. I've been signed up to Joe's reading list for I don't know a year and a half, two years. It's a really good newsletter to sign up for, so um, highly recommend uh, signing up for it. Uh, obviously, there's going to be links to The website and the show notes. Um, There's also a specific article that I link called The Death of the Audit Report. It's mentioned on the show. It's also just a really good article and kind of give you an idea of the the good stuff that Joe puts out there. So link to that one in the show. Also link to Joe's LinkedIn profile. You can connect with him there. He puts all of his articles and stuff out on LinkedIn also. So be sure to connect with Joe there. Joe also mentions the Journal of Internal Audit, which is Joe's premium content that's coming out. Um, So be sure to check that out. It hasn't quite come out yet but it will be coming out soon in the fall of 2020 so uh fall or slash early winter of 2020 so um i'm sure if you sign up for the email list of joe's that you will um you'll see that announcement in there so all right be sure to check that out all right so i know one of the things we want to talk about and that we are always kind of talking about right now and that's the impact of covid um, and so just how, what's the impact on internal audit that you've seen from your kind of outside perspective and um, working with internal audit 360 and not necessarily executing in the audit space, but what's the impact you've seen from your perspective?
1: Sure. Uh, well, thanks for having me here, I'm trying I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, to answer your question, it's, I would say that they, they've struggled like most other professions, most, you know, lots of industries that we've talked about and seen, um, but there's been been some positives too. So, so let's kind of take those uh, in part. Um, you know, having everybody work remotely has, has been tough on internal audit. There are a lot of things that they need to do on site, uh, whether it's something like counting inventory or even just, you know, sitting across the table from someone and asking them, you know, good questions and then not just hearing their answers, but kind of seeing their body language, seeing how they talk, seeing how they address things that gives internal auditors a lot of information, you know, whether it's if they're, you know, there might be looking for something like fraud and they can kind of pick up hints, or really just, you know, there's a lot of communication, as you know, that, that happens in internal audit and being able to sit across the table from somebody and, and really communicate with body language, um, you know, it raises the level on that communication. I think it helps um, auditors and audit clients uh, reach, under, reach an understanding better, Uh, really get at some of the problems that they're looking for and and talking through those solutions. Uh, So I think things like that have created some problems for internal audit. Uh, But then on the other side, um, I think, you know, they're like a lot of professionals, um, they had already been set up to work from home a good bit. So I think there's been some positives there where it hasn't been completely disruptive because audit professionals are somewhat used to um, maybe having a day, a week, Uh, where they work from home so they have pretty good IT setups Um, and then it's forced them to do things like um, you know move to cloud solutions uh, that might help their audit processes a little bit better Um, they've also been able to cut down on travel things like that maybe save some time you know you know internal auditors spend a lot of time flying to different locations around the world uh, looking at their processes looking at their functions and, and how they're set up um, to, you know, to, to make sure that, that they're all, you know, uh, running smoothly and they're trying to do some of that remote. So that's um, might be saving some costs, but again, it's not an easy thing to do.
0: Yeah. And I think the the cost saving is great. And a lot of the work life balance, I think initially it was really good because it was, we can get things done. I save an hour on my commute every day. So now I can fit this yep. in there instead, or I can take an extra 20 minutes to myself and, drink coffee on my back porch or you know whatever the case is and so that i've started to see more is that started to go away a little bit and now i think people are working even more is what i'm hearing from home so the laptop's always there i might let me just check my email real quick kind of thing um i've been gone you know i took an hour and a half lunch break because i went to the gym and did this thing i need to get back on asap when it's like well take 20 more minutes Eat lunch, enjoy it, you know, and then get back on. Um, so I think something we sh- we need to be cognizant of is still having like a work life balance. And I know for um, at my house we have a we're fortunate enough to have a, an area downstairs we can work in, and that's kind of the the office more or less. And then we can go upstairs, so there's a, a separation there. But um, yeah, there's definitely a good and a bad and uh, that, that's come with it. And so I'm I'm curious from your perspective again the long-term effects. So let's say things go back to normal in six months, probably not, but when it does, what do you think kind of sticks? And what do you think doesn't, or what kind of changes do you see when we get back?
1: Yeah, I mean, you're really raising some great questions about uh, remote work in general. And I think now that the, the genie is kind of out of the bottle on, on people working remotely and, and people doing it well and making it, making it effective, Uh, I think it's going to be difficult to put that genie back in the bottle. Um, I don't think that, uh, you know, this isn't, uh, you you hear people talk about the death of the city and and the death of the office building. Uh, I I don't buy into that. I don't think we're going to be that extreme. Um, But I think we will go back to, um, you know, more of a hybrid situation where people are going into the office for meetings or, um, you know, big days when they need to meet with clients, uh, or trying to do some of those things that we talked about earlier that, you know, the, the stuff that really works better face to face. But I think, uh, you know, the cloud solutions, the reason that um, those companies are doing really well right now uh, is because I, I don't think that stuff's going away. I think, um, you know, this work from anywhere idea uh, is, is going to, you know, it's taken hold pretty well. And, and I think uh, people are going to re- be reluctant to give that up. Uh, so I, you know, I, I expect a lot more remote solutions. And I think, We'll just get better at it over time. I mean, the cameras are getting better. The, um, the platforms like Zoom and Microsoft and Google uh, that people are using are getting better. Um, you know, People are celebrating remotely. People have been able to do a lot more uh, with it than they have in the past. Speaking
0: of celebrating remotely, I saw a, a happy birthday. You know, it's like the team saying happy birthday to the person on their team through zoom and there was 14 different people on the call. So 14 different internet connections and you know, everybody trying to do it at the same time. It was, it was pretty messy, but it was also hilarious just because you know, one person finished um, five seconds before everybody else. And then the last person was basically singing the last chorus by themselves. So I highly recommend everybody doing a zoom happy birthday call to somebody on their team as a, uh, a team event. I
1: agree. But you know, on the professional side, I was on. Um, There's a user conference uh, for a big internal audit software provider, um, and they've got a wonderful platform set up, and they're doing some really interesting, unique things. Um, you know, instead of having the big dinner, where everybody uh, gets in, you know, together and, and you know, has the, the conference chicken. Um, they're creating almost more like a cooking show where some of the executives are taking parts of the meal and putting that together uh, over the course of the day. Um, and you know, people are getting kind of recipe ideas and things like that. And then on a work side, they have this kind of unique uh, fish tank where you can go in and you create a, kind of an idea, an internal audit solution or idea that gets represented as a, as a digital fish. And as people go in and kind of explore the idea and add to it or feed feed that idea, uh, the fish gets bigger and it's kind of a neat digital rep- representation of you know kind of sharing ideas and sharing solutions. So there's a lot you can do and I think now that we're forced to do it, we're just exploring the possibilities. and I have a feeling that's just going to grow and grow. and you know um, that people might find that a virtual conference that uh, they don't have to get an air- on an airplane to go to, they don't have to stay in a hotel. Uh, fits into their lives a little better especially their work lives where we are working more and we are kind of always on so you know I I think we'll see a lot more of that.
0: Yeah I like that the uh, recipe idea one that I'd read about the other day there was a conference in San Antonio and they did a somehow a virtual line dance they taught (laughs) them how to do a line dance uh, which I thought was a pretty good it was we, we couldn't bring you to San Antonio so we're bringing San Antonio to you kind of feel to it but and and hearing some of those, what people are doing to keep those trainings entertaining is uh, has been pretty interesting. I know uh, it can be rough to do those, especially especially through a, a webinar format if it's an all day kind of thing. So the creativity that's going in that I think is gonna uh, is gonna be really big.
1: Yep. And just one last thought on this uh, this idea of remote work. I think uh, early on people had the idea that they tried to had have to replicate their office and they. We're very concerned about the background, what they they were dressed professionally, um, and I think it's got much more acceptable. People realize that people are in their homes and they have families, um, they have pets. So I'm hearing more. You know, there, there's an internal audit uh, meeting going on, uh, and somebody's got their cat on their lap, or even their child, uh, and that's kind of a a new idea where so we understand that people are in their homes uh, and and they have children to take care of, and they have things going on in their lives um and it's okay to to let some of that show which i think is is a good is a good development
0: it's almost a nice break also i know when like a kid interrupts it's always like yeah sure interrupt you know it's it's kind of funny to that that happens and i don't think anybody it really bothers anybody necessarily so it's kind of a nice you know we've been talking about this change uh or this you know project for 45 minutes and we've been in the details a a nice pattern interrupt of a two-year-old walking in you know with finger paint all over them or something like that or you're you know a dog barking in the background and or freaking out because they saw a squirrel at the door or something it's kind of a nice exactly uh, a nice breakup so
1: yeah you might hear a lawnmower in the the background here i i thought i heard it getting started
0: (laughs) yeah yeah sure absolutely um so something else i want to talk about was uh with all this change is kind of the promotion of agile auditing um Mm -hmm. and i think it was there was kind of a it was starting to gain traction even before COVID hit. And I'm curious, have you seen it take off more? Have you heard about more folks using it? What do you think the the, the approach is going to be going forward?
1: Absolutely. And I think, um, it, you know, it really is one of the hot things in internal audit right now. We've written a good bit about it. Um, we've done, we did a webcast on it that was very popular. Uh, I'm noticing that when I'm sending out things from my clients, um, they're getting clicked on, they're getting looked at, they're getting downloaded. Um, so you know, uh, Agile audits is definitely um, near the top of the list of, of things that uh, ideas and concepts that internal audit leaders are, are looking taking a very close look at. And when you talk about Agile, it kind of means a few different things. So we can kind of run through those very quickly. Um, I kind of think about it like there's Agile with a capital A um, that is a very specific um, process that, um, uh, you know, that it's like a project management process, really. Uh, And that's the one with Kanban and sprints, uh, you know, and morning development meetings. Uh, And there's a very specific kind of, uh, you know, process that's been developed um, that project managers use. And and that's been implemented into internal audit pretty successfully, Um, you know, and and, but there's also just kind of regular uh, being agile, being flexible, being able to um, to move quickly to developments uh, in your organizations, uh, you know, in your departments. And, and that's kind of more of a COVID-related, uh, we've never seen change like we have right now. Um, I was talking to Norman Marks, who's, who's a great mind on internal audit risk management. Um, and his line was that, you know, companies have never seen such a massive change in, ju- in, in like almost overnight uh, that they've had to react to. Um, and he spent a lot of time thinking and talking about uh, what that means and it, it for internal audit it, it means a lot it, it for the most part it means you just can't keep going on doing what you were doing it, it's not going to work um, and I think that internal audit organizations that that were trying to be more agile being more um, flexible and um, you know uh, not having year-long plans that are kind of set in stone and trying to be much more flexible and, and reactive uh, are doing much much better uh, during this whole thing than than organizations that were kind of typically driven by the annual audit plan. Yeah. Um, you know, so that, so that's kind of where agile is coming in. Um, internal audit leaders just need to be, see that they need to be much more reactive to risks that can just happen almost overnight. Um, they're not happening, you know, on a quarterly basis anymore.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you clarified that. We've talked to agile a little bit on the show, but we haven't gone in depth on that topic yet. And... I'm glad you clarified it because you can't, like you said, there's kind of two ways to look at it or or two kind of definitions. You said A, with a capital A, and that is, you know, people get certified in that kind of project management. It takes a lot of time to understand all those steps and how it all works and plays together. And, you know, that's maybe not the best fit for everyone, especially right now to begin with, like just start with the... The agile with a lowercase a you know kind of like you're talking about and being flexible and not having the audit plan set in stone for a year um, and maybe shrinking that down and just looking at okay what's the what's the risk to our company objectives right now let's go handle that and then kind of keeping you know obviously keeping your ear to the ground um, to what's coming up so that you can focus on that when it gets there um, because even then and we've all heard a, you know a thousand times an audit plan that you have set in stone for a year when you get six months in the risks have changed, uh, especially right now. So maybe, maybe what you had on the plan isn't even as relevant as it was, you know, then maybe there's an area of higher risk. So, um, I'm glad you clarified because I think Mm -hmm. you you can go down a rabbit hole of trying to fully implement the agile concepts. Um, which is going to take a very long time and, and there's a lot of value you can get just from understanding the, the, the idea of what it means to be flexible. Maybe even saying flexible might be a better term.
1: Yeah, I kind of tend to agree with you because it does cause con- some confusion. You know, the, the point I wanted to make on this is that that agile project management process was really developed to do things like software development and things where the um, project was um, intended to create something very specific. Where internal audit the the projects are i mean it's very project oriented but they're much more open ended i mean i know they scope the project out and they have an, an audit report to put together at the end but i think they need it's almost like the agile process needs to be a little agile itself and what i'm seeing is when i talk to internal audit leaders what they're saying is there's some really great stuff uh in agile itself agile with a capital a but they like to kind of almost more pick and choose the things that they're going to use. There's some really good you know, ideas there um, that they're taking, but they're not, you know, maybe not taking it wholesale and implementing it, get every, getting everyone trained on agile and, and you know, running it the way uh, they run those, you know, the, the software development plans. Uh, but then that's not enough either. They're also, you know, changing how they do risk, manage, you know, risk assessments, Um, and getting away from that, like quarterly or annual plan and trying to do risk assessment all the time, um, continuous monitoring, all the things that go into being much more flexible, much more reactive to the things that are really happening in the organization.
0: Yeah. And I'll tell this, I think I've told this story here before, but, um, and I showed you kind of our office at home setup, I showed you before we started recording. Mm -hmm. And uh, my wife and I sit in the same room Uh, very close to each other. And we can overhear uh, some conversations depending on what it is if we need to. Um, And so we can hear each other and she has a, she follows Agile to a degree. Their group does and she's an IT risk management. And they have a standing call every day at nine o'clock. And the point of the call is, hey, this is the, the thing that I'm working on and this is the roadblock. Who can clear it for me? Can someone clear it for me? it doesn't need to be escalated to management kind of thing. And, and talking about just like picking and choosing aspects of um, agile, that's one that kind of hit home for me because I've been a part of so many meetings where it's like uh, status update meetings internally that are like, okay, what's uh, you know, what's, what's the status. And it's like, well, I met with um, Mark in accounting and we had a good meeting and we're going to meet again next week. And it's like, Oh, that adds literally no value at all. You know, like the yeah. point of it should be, how can we help continue the project moving forward and how can we move things out of the way, like roadblocks um, and talking about like data analytics projects, how can we get the data type of, you know, uh, as it would be a, a typical roadblock. So um, you were talking about kind of picking the pieces that make sense. That's one that when I heard my wife's team talking about it really kind of hit home with me because the ineffectiveness I see of some internal meetings um, could really be changed by implementing that, just that one piece of of the uh, agile process. Hey everyone, thank you for continuing to listen to the show. We want to say thank you again to our sponsors over at AuditBoard, the leading cloud-based platform transforming how enterprises manage risk. AuditBoard's integrated suite of easy to use audit risk and compliance solutions streamlines internal audit, SOX compliance, risk management, and security compliance. Automate processes and improve execution with AuditBoard's purpose-built solution, which is designed to address the most pressing challenges of today's practitioners. Experience the latest in audit, risk, and compliance technology. Visit AuditBoard.com to schedule your product walkthrough to see AuditBoard's award-winning platform in action today. So with COVID and the changes that we've all been going through, technology's obviously been a huge part. I know you mentioned the cloud earlier. Um, we've talked video Uh, there's also challenges with technology when you you and I were trying to get started there was a camera issue there was an audio issue there's a mic issue so um, what do you see changing on that front as far as internal audit and their use of technology either in executing an audit or um, communication or or really you know tech in general in the the audit space
1: sure I mean I think one of the big things is that um you know if organizations didn't already have a pretty good uh internal audit management platform you know like a big you know big piece of software from the folks that we all know like uh galvanize and audit board and teammate Mm -hmm. um you know they, they might be looking at those at putting one of those in place because you know those are really in the cloud and they can really facilitate remote work pretty nicely where all the work papers are you know organized in a place that everybody has access to or that that not actually everybody has access to, that the right people have access to. Um, so I think, you know, those are pretty big right now. Um, but in terms of, you know, lots of other just communication technology, which you've, you've covered, and I think we all know what those are. Um, yeah, there'll probably be some more interesting like video tech- technology coming up that, um, you know, allows people to do like remote inventory checks, um, you know, things where, you know, wearable cameras so that people kind of see what someone's doing uh, over the course of time and, you know, security issues come up with a lot of this stuff. Um, you know, in terms of the other technologies that were kind of out there, uh, that internal audit was, you know, kind of kicking the tires on um, things like AI, um, I know robotic process automation, that hasn't really changed. In fact, you know, that the probably... Might be accelerated a little bit just because things are, you know, being done digitally um, might allow for, you know, if if people are doing, people probably logging a lot of these calls uh, where they're meeting with audit clients. um, And, uh, you know, there's probably artificial intelligence that can be used to process an entire, you know, meeting, things like that. So, you know, that's probably stuff that they're looking at, Um, you know, as a communicator, as a a publisher, um, you know, I spent some time. Uh, for a little while in my career, I was building um, online courses uh, for, for professionals. And we spent a lot of time talking about how videos are very poor medium to conve- convey information because you can't skip through it too easily. You know, the written word, you can skim through and kind of find the, the important aspects that you're looking at very quickly. Um, if there's a lot of, you know, Zoom meetings that are being recorded, that's, a, that's information that's really difficult to digest. Because um, you have to watch through it or, or get a transcript of it uh, to find the information that might be relevant in, say, an hour-long call, um, artificial intelligence can probably do that very easily. So I have a feeling we'll see that technologies like that being used much more often.
0: Yeah, and there's a couple things on to hit on. There are so you're talking about the video being kind of tough to to digest and being able to skip through. Or what I always say is hit Control F. You know, hit Control F on your keyboard so you can find yep. the, the text. Of course. you're looking for and so a couple things um in word depending on if you have 360 i'm not sure what what office release it's in but um on the home tab there is a um a little microphone that says dictate on it and it is a speech to text uh functionality so i haven't tried it yet with a video you know like like we're doing right now but um well let's give it a shot and let's see what happens actually All right, so I just turned it on and it is capturing what I'm saying and putting it in word. And then I would imagine if you said something, so like Joe, I'll throw it to you. Just, I don't know, tell us where you're from or something real quick.
1: Sure. Uh, Yeah, so I'm here uh, just outside of Boston in uh, Dedham, Massachusetts, uh, talking about internal audit and particularly uh, the problems and challenges they face from COVID-19 and the things that they're doing, you know, to overcome those challenges.
0: Okay. Well, that didn't work, but <laughs> it, <worked laughs> my
1: it might recognize your voice and not mine if it's been trained.
0: Yeah. Well, it it, it hasn't, but um, so there. There's a way I'm sure that we could make that work, though. And there's other. The reason I did it in Word. There's other dictation tools like that. Text to speech. Uh, Tremi. T R E M I is one. But I don't. You know, depending on the the nature of the the conversation with internal audit, you might not want to send that to a third party to have them uh, dictate it, you know, it's all AI generated. It's not a person doing it, but even then, um, so I know you can do it in word. And then if you go to, um, Google docs, and then I think it's control shift S if you hit control shift S it has the same text to speech functionality or speech to text functionality. Um, I experimented with both of them. I read a script and the one in word worked better than the free one from Google. I mean, they're both free, I guess, if you have office, but, um, so anyway, that is something that you could use, something that I've used um, to get the thoughts from my head down on a piece of paper so that I could make a little more sense of them kind of thing. So that might be something uh, that we could experiment with and see if when you and I have a conversation, if it could capture the text mm-hmm. that we have our, our meeting notes. Uh, I think that's a good point. Something else that, that I'd kind of been pushing for even before COVID is with application controls. So when I say application controls, automated controls, testing the functionality of an, an application, usually that kind of falls on the, the IT auditors, but, um, and this happened because we had to do it one time remote because we weren't able to get on site. So we just did it remote and we could see their screen and they walked through, you know, they pushed a transaction through in the test environment and we expected to do X, Y, Z and at each step is, which is common in testing and application control. We would take a screenshot and just kind of show the before and the after and that's how they've always been done which it works but it's also kind of a pain to sit there and say hey can you take a screenshot okay now paste that in word and then you talk for two minutes and then it's hey can you take a screenshot and paste that in word and it just it's kind of a disruptor there's not a good flow in there you can't ask good questions if you're doing that or not ask good questions when you're doing that and so when we were doing this over video i said hey can we just record this and that way we can have more of a, a conversation and an understanding of the process, and then we'll record it. And then we can just go back and take the screenshots and put those in as our documentation. And we don't have to sit here and take a bunch of screenshots while we're having the meeting. So that's another one I think where the use of technology can, can really help. And then one that's, I would say kind of more out there or that is new is using drones. Have you heard this? Using drones to do inventory?
1: Uh, I have. Yeah, I know that um, Pricewaterhouse did a report just a couple of years ago where they looked at uh, some of the more, you know, kind of out there technologies um, that internal audit was employing it. And I know drones was on their list. I, I was kind of scratching my head about the application, but, uh, you know, I, I think that's a good one right there. Um, you know, I, you know, I can see it on external security for, for, you know, sites um, you know, physical sites uh, but I'm sure there, there there's some applications for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's also a really good recruiting tool when you can tell the interns and the the staff ones that you can fly drones. (laughs) I think that's how I actually saw it used. That's, that's, they're saying it's really a good recruiting tool, but all right. Well, I know that you kind of see everything from a different level or different perspective. I've mentioned that a couple of times in the audit space, um, and you talked about Agile being a hot topic and, and one that you see a lot of people clicking on and reading about. Is there something else that, you've, that you're seeing from your end that's a, a hot topic that we haven't talked about?
1: Yeah, I mean, if, if I was going to put my finger on one, and it's directly related to Agile and some of the things we've been talking about, um, and, and it's really just about change management. Um, and I think that's something that internal auditors have struggled with uh, over time, uh, and, you know, some are better at it than others. But but what I kind of think um, plays into it is that internal audit is a very project-oriented, um, you know, the processes they have in place, they're very project-oriented. They'll, they tend to schedule most of their time out to, to do the work that they're supposed to do. And a lot of them are overworked. Um, their departments aren't getting, you know, their budgets aren't really, you know, they're being added to by very much. Um, the, you know, the, the tools are getting better, but it's very difficult for them to put the work they have in front of them aside and think about how they can do their job better, how they can do it more efficiently, how they can do it faster. Because when they do that, it gets backed up. You know, it's like, wow, we have all this stuff on our audit plan to get through. We don't really have the luxury of like taking two weeks to sit around and think about, you know, what are the things that we can institute that would make this, even though that's going to pay off in the long term. Uh, and I think that's been the mentality for a while. It's just like, I don't know how to take a break from what I'm working on, um, to have people really, you know, people used to say this about data analytics, like they wanted to could create some data analytics experts in, in the on the, on the department, you know, in, on the on, in the shop and on the team, but that takes time. You know, people have to kind of play with it first and get used to it and take some data sets and see what it can do, um, or go to training and and go through that. And it's pretty difficult to take that time out to get there. So I think change management is something that's been a struggle, and I think we just got to the point where it's like we can't we can't not do it. Um, so we have to find a way. We have to, you know, uh, put the time aside um, to do things like agile and to do things that are going to be different um, to 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 explore some of these technologies um, that you know once they start putting them in place. Uh, the continuous monitoring stuff, the kind of automated auditing, um, really frees them up to do higher level work, um, to do you know more more analysis uh, and, and providing, you know so, some more um, you know, n- not just not just doing the audits, but also pro- providing almost like some consulting work uh, yeah. that internal audits doing more and more of.
0: And I think the saying that might apply there is that you hear amongst um, you know entrepreneurs and such is you work. On the business, not in the business. So I think that's another way of saying it. You work yep. on the department. I like that expression. Yeah, you don't work in the department. You take some time to work on exactly what you're talking about and, and making the department better um, through using technology or whatever it is, rather than always executing on an audit and bringing it out a level and and, and focusing on uh, the department. And then the other thing I think that's interesting about that is to consider. When we meet with executives um, as internal audit is allowing the executive the time, you know that time that we meet with them as their time to work on the business with us, kind of thing. So they can kind of tell us, you know, areas of high risk and things like that. And We can have the conversation, and they can, you know, work on the business with us, and then we can go help facilitate uh, and and test and things like that. Do our job through that way. So I think that's one way to maybe think about it when we when we talk to the CEO and the CFO is, um, I'm here so that you can work on the business with me instead of in it kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, just so the last point that I wanted to make on like change management, I think what it really involves, I think what a more advanced internal audit shop's doing is they're really taking a hard look at all of the stuff that they do, all the work that they do and all of the, the work product that they have and saying what adds value and what doesn't Uh, and what they're realizing is you know should we really be spending two weeks to write this audit plan that's just paragraphs and paragraphs of kind of boilerplate um, you know that 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 is very difficult to get through you know we're actually working on an article right now called the death of the audit plan um, that you know I think those are going to look a lot different now there's still going to be some kind of summarization of the work and some recommendations that come out of it I mean the audits don't Aren't very useful if they don't have that. Right. But this kind of paper-based or even you know digital sort of paper-based um, audit plan, uh, you know, may or may not make sense going forward. And I think those are going to look a lot different uh, as we move forward. And they're going to be, you know, there, there's lots of different ways to communicate information right now, and that's what we're learning in this, these remote times. Uh, you know, so so those plans are going to look different. But that's just one example. They're they're taking a look at everything they do and saying. Where are the inefficiencies? What can we get rid of? What can we do better? What can we automate? Um, and, and that's the kind of real change management that's going to have uh, a big impact to, uh, over the long term.
0: Okay. And yeah, i am looked forward to that. The What did you say the name of the article was? The death of...
1: The, well, the, the working title is the death of the audit plan.
0: Okay, the death of the audit plan. So... Oh, I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. The death of the audit report. report. Okay. I might have been using plan when I meant report the whole time. The, talking about the audit report that comes out at the end of, a, of an audit. Right, because... Um,
0: the standards say we just have to communicate the results. It doesn't say we have to issue a report, right? So you can communicate them verbally or maybe through other, some, some other kind of medium or something, right?
1: Yeah, but, but even audit plans themselves, like those are different too. And instead of coming up with, it's almost like there's going to be less of an audit plan and more of audit planning that's always happening. Um, you know, to come up with one plan at the beginning of the year and then stick to it doesn't make sense anymore. Uh, and then at the end, you know, the audit report um, taking a look at, you know, you know what that is, what's the information that it conveys and how we can do that better.
0: Yeah. I like the way you said it. It's going to be more planning and less plan.
1: Yeah, exactly. I like the way you said that.
0: Okay. And I know, so these articles are on your website, um, internal audit 360 and, um, there's a bunch of, well, I think it's all basically free, right? So there's a ton of good stuff out there. I know, uh, I've been signed up for it for years and there's, uh, I don't know, I get at least one a week, um, that has a bunch of good stuff in it, but, Uh, I know you also have a premium uh, content coming out also. Did you want to kind of talk about that and how? Yeah, sure. So so the website
1: um, is internalaudit360.com. That's a completely free website. Lots of articles, um, you know, some discussion rooms, things like that. And and lots of, you know, basically a resource for internal auditors. Uh, And this fall, we're coming out with the Journal of Internal Audit, uh, which is more of a kind of a digital magazine, um, it's four times a year, um, you know, premium products. It's got some great articles more little more academic feel to it a little more of you know uh, Some of the, the deeper ideas that are there being used in internal audit. We have some great contributors to it um, There's you know, probably seven or eight great articles in that that's coming out. So look for that you'll see it on our site We'll be promoting it um, you know, It's not an expensive product. It's $90 for a subscription or $89 for a subscription for the year Uh, and you'll be seeing that very soon, so we're pretty excited about that.
0: Okay, and we'll include links to that in the show notes for all the listeners, as well as the Internal Audit 360 website, the premium site, um, and all the other good stuff we talked about. So, Joe, I appreciate you coming on. I I was very much looking forward to this. Um, I know when we first started talking, it was, you know, kind of your, like I've said, perspective from the outside. You're not necessarily an internal auditor. I don't think you've ever been an internal auditor, but you've reported on the function for, you know, the better part of your career, right? So um, I, it was very nice having your perspective as kind of an outsider.
1: Great, well, thanks so much for being uh, for having me here, Trying I really appreciate it and always enjoy talking to you. Um, yeah, I mean, I could, it's, it's really more of an online magazine. I've been a business journalist uh, my whole life, so I enjoy talking to um, people that are, that are, you know, pushing the envelope and internal audit, coming up with new ideas. Uh, and And conveying that out. So um that you know that's pretty much what we do.